1: hey this is Josh my fanboy you are listening to audio from the comics podcasting one year later panel which took place on July twenty sixth at the San Diego comic-con in 2007 the panel is made up of Mr. Phil from Indie Spinner Rack, John Towery of Comic Talk Cafe Ian Levenstein of Comic Timing, John Mayo of Comic Book Page, Scott Hines of Fanboy Radio, and Jimmy Aquino of Comic News Insider, uh, and myself, Josh Flanagan from MyFanboy.com. The panel is moderated by Vito Del Sante, a comic book writer and retailer from Jim Hanley's Universe in New York City. Uh, we'd like to thank the San Diego Comic Con for letting us have the panel. Before we get going, I'll just warn you, the audio is not going to be quite as clean as what you're hearing right now, but uh, we boosted the gain way up so that you could hear everybody pretty clearly. I uh, hope you enjoy. <laughs>
2: we are going to get started. Uh, welcome everyone to podcasting one year later. You can clap if you like. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, my name is Vito Delsante and I'm the moderator for the next hour and a half. Yes. Yeah, no wow. yes. uh, most of you don't have clue who I am and Uh, Clay's places here. Uh, going down the line, please introduce yourself and your show. Hi, I'm Mr.
3: Phil from Indie Act. <laughs>
4: News Insider.
5: You know, I'm fashionably late, so assuming. So, uh, comic timing podcast over at speakgeekspeed.com slash comic timing. And I did the Geek Speak report for a while, but it's pretty much dead now. But I might barely put out one or two every couple of months. That's sort of like my uh, my all-star Batman and Robin of podcasts, I guess. <laughs> and, you know, it just sort of comes out whenever I have the time to actually go about doing it. So other than that, I'm weekly pretty much. So Let's listen to the other one. Just, just going with what they were uh, saying from when I got the gist of it there. Um, I, I like talking, um, I like writing also, but talking is much more natural for me, so that's sort of why I just went straight to the podcasting, because I realized that actually writing up something and sticking with it all the way through can be really hard sometimes. You know, with the podcast, you just put it out and it's out. That's it. Writing, you gotta stick with it for a while until you get all the kinks out, and that can be a pain in the butt sometimes. It's really easy. No oh yeah. Start doing it. <laughs> <laughs> it's extremely it's hard. Oh yeah. Editing until 3 a.m. I have no idea what you're talking about. When you start. at 2:30. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> you guys edit?
4: <laughs>
2: um, the thing that I notice about most of your, if not all, your podcasts. Is Like I just wanted to follow up on your answer, John. Was that is, is that due to the fact that maybe locally that stuff wasn't available, or is it just that you weren't interested until you got the pocket?
6: I'm one of those rare right here?
7: Hey, uh-
4: Um, you know, it's but it, it, take my opinion for what you like. A lot of people agree with it. A lot of people don't. So I you know, if people get enraged at it, you know, they're like, oh my god, he totally ripped my comment. And I've even had uh, somebody where I didn't give a very favorable review to. They write us, well, I no, you didn't really like our book that much, but here's another one, second issue. They'll send us or here's another book we will work on, and very well, they end liking that one. You know, so I think the people that are smart and intelligent understand that. You know, if if we're not just being like, you know. About it, or whatever, you know, they understand that we're giving it, trying to get a semi intelligent review or something, or you know, review of something without just completely knocking it down once it does so. But, um, <laughs> you know, I think one of the things that
1: the guys who have the shows is just the one person talking, you know, the, those guys are in a row. Like, we get to be, we're kind of lucky because we've got three of us, and yeah. we don't agree on anything ever. ever. <laughs> so, like, it's really <laughs> like,
2: have been kind of like,
3: uh, kind of like
2: a flag wave for the Indies. Like oh, we,
0: we try to really
3: support, you know, the little guys, the mini comic people, you know, people who are a staple in their own book that they just printed at, at work, on the sly, stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> the really low end guys. We'll take
5: the Staples Comics.
4: <laughs> uh, Josh. Uh, that I we do uh, our, our audio podcast. Is
5: Rotating panel of guests with people I've never met in real life. It, it's 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 kind of interesting. It, well, except except for John over there. That's yeah. Hi John. How are you? Uh, yeah. Pretty much. Uh, it's all over Skype, so I get to talk to anybody everywhere. Um, Florida, Australia, England, California, wherever. And uh, we pretty much just talk about anything in comics that we really feel like talking about that week. It could, could either be a uh, you know a movie review or it could be. A, uh, we do 22 pages reviews every now and then where we take one specific comic book and review it cover to cover. Um, and, or we just have some general com- uh, you know, like stuff, like we just have one on religion and comics that was really interesting. That uh, I actually think is probably one of our favorites. But uh, yeah, we I mean, pretty much we just all get together and talk comics and either it comes out great or it sucks.
8: <laughs> yeah, our show, Comic Talk Cafe, just kind of, uh, at first it was kind of, we kind of uh, we started reporting in a cafe, that's why I called it that, but we realized that <laughs> <laughs> too, much, too much outside noise. Yeah, there was a bit, quite a bit. Um, but yeah, so we you know we moved in some more quiet areas. Um, it started with me and uh, Nora over there, um, and uh, it added we added Chad and, and then Rachel and Heidi. So so we have five of us: three guys, two girls. So I think it's nice because you get kind of the female perspective, comic books, um, especially Rachel. She's
4: Insider. We're basically a news show, Comic News Insider. We cover the news of the industry, which includes comics, entertainment, sci-fi, pop culture, etc. Uh, we have a basic format where we start off and uh, it's a weekly show. Every, we record every Tuesday night and we uh, release every Wednesday morning. Um, we start off with you know uh, reviews of uh, whatever we release that week. We'll choose two or three random books. You know, It's never any rhyme or reason what we choose. Uh, sometimes we'll if it's to do with an interview we have, we'll choose that book then the news segment is probably the longest, and uh, we've gotten into doing the past year where we have an interview every show as well, Um, and those can run anywhere from 10 minutes or, you know, if we're talking to someone we really like and we really want to talk to them, we'll split it sometimes into two shows, and uh, we'll just keep talking, it's great. Um, That's been really a treat, just talking to, like, these creators you love, and you get to, you know, just to hang out and have a conversation with them or their books, and um, that's become sort of a regular thing as well, and we have, uh, uh, you know, we thing we do this top three where we each pick, Joe and I pick our uh, top three picks of the week and that could be, you know, a comic, it could be, hey, I just had this new can of beans, it's awesome, you know, we'll, you know, we'll tell people about it, you know, just whatever we like that week, it has nothing to do with whatever, uh, it's just sort of our recommendations, and um, uh, Dynamic Forces sponsors us as well, um, so we usually a little plug for them as well, uh, and through them they've certainly helped us get a lot of, a lot of uh, interviews and things like that, which has been really nice. Also, we, have, we do little segments, little bits. Uh, we have a great uh, Blair Butler from G-Force TV, the attack of the show. Comes out about once a month and uh, just hangs out and talks with us about comics, and she's nerdier than any of us. We tell you what, she knows her stuff really well. And It's always fun having her on, because we can have it a girl's perspective, and she knows way more than any of us do. And it's really kind of a treat to have her on. And she's a big zombie freak like I am, too, so that's cool. Uh, and we'll do certain little segments, we'll do a converting to comicdom segment, which usually give a few comics to a girl who doesn't never read a comic, doesn't know what it is, doesn't have an opinion, and you know, we'll give it to, you know, we'll just random picks, and quite often, you know, we'll convert them. They're like, oh, I picked this up again, and uh, on the last one, they hated every one we did, <laughs> they never read a comic game. But, you know, it's just kind of fun to get their opinion, what they think, like, well, this is, why are her boobs so big? And why is it, you know, <laughs> it's, so it's kind of, you know, it's kind of it's it's a great perspective to get from someone that's not a comic reader. Who's not used to that scene? So it's kind of fun. But we try to keep it light and fun. We try to keep it around an hour each week. So uh yeah, we try to be fun as we can. We should and I probably draw
2: person. So. <laughs> we should have probably went through the shows like first, but this is the first time we're doing this. So start with me. Um, how did uh, a year ago you guys did this uh, panel for the first time, and it's uh, one year later now? Do you think the state of podcasting has changed, or is it kind of uh, stays the same? Gotten better has gotten worse. What's the tech that?
5: Well, there's a lot more of us out there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes, definitely. Um, what, one, thing that, one thing that I've learned is that uh, better equipment equals better shows. Um, I started off with a really crappy Logitech uh, like desktop microphone where you could, you could hear everything that was going on in my room, okay, and you could barely hear me. I, w- I was almost there just a little bit. You heard me in the background. And I used software to record the show as opposed to hardware, and which meant every other show got lost, which, which was you know plenty of fun. Or we sounded entirely out of sync, and I then had to take seven hours to you know, go ahead and make a sound decent. Um, now I use a real microphone, and uh, I use hardware to record it, and life is much easier now. And I think since then my listenership has gone up because they can actually hear what I'm saying. So that's an important thing I've learned over the past year. Use equipment where they can hear what you're saying. That's a plus.
7: Comics 101 is later on.
6: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I don't need the tech stuff. I have no idea what he just he said. Hear you? Yes. <laughs> yeah. I think
1: he's dead on saying, like, like, the one thing that's different this year than last year is that uh, a, a lot of people are doing it. At this time like, different from the ones that we use uh, on the show. <laughs> um, you know, but, but it's, it's kind of cool, like this year, I feel like people know us a little bit more, like we're walking around, you know, and, and people, like we, we've had, last year we had a few people be like, hey, and this year it's like a lot more people, which the <coughs> video show helps, but, um, you know, like, but people, we'll still talk to people and be like, oh, I listen to your show, it's good, you know, like that we come across that a lot more, so it's, in that way, it's, you know, more people know about podcasts now, more people know how to put them on their iPods, where it was a little more nascent last year, it's going cool
4: well, even all the new ones, because we lose, someone will start a show, and then a week later, they get bored, and they stop. So, yeah. But then you'll still see them on iTunes for a year later. You know, last show, 2001, you know, it's like, what? You know, but uh, but there are new ones popping up every day, and like, you know, there's a lot of really good ones that just came out of nowhere. You know, they're, they're kind of fun, they're smaller ones, they're gaining an audience, and, uh, but then it, I agree, it was kind of cool to get started a couple years ago, at least yeah, two years ago, sort of be, sort of more in on the ground floor, and sort of be a little more established, but...
8: I think, too, the, the podcasts are really diversifying a lot more now.
4: You have podcasts that are only doing X-Men,
8: podcasts that are only doing like yeah. Spider-Man, that sort of thing. Yeah. So I think uh, as you, as we progress, uh, I think you're going to see a lot more diversification and um, just focusing on just one topic. I
7: really like those. Because uh, whenever something happens to Spider-Man, I'll actually <laughs> seek out what the <laughs> yeah. experts in that yeah. field think
1: about. Yeah. You, you have to, <laughs> to almost at this point because like, yeah. you can't just do a general one. You have to be like this... Because it started off as comic book as a niche, and now people are seeking out niches within comic books so that they can talk about it. Again, thank God we got in early when we did.
5: <laughs> Micromanaging.
2: Has the uh, has your audience increased in the past year as well? Or you know, they seem to be you know, if there's that many going on, like they seem to you know seek out. Five to ten. Has <laughs> your individual audience increased? <laughs>
6: <laughs> <laughs> I was doing it by proxy, so oh, right. I guess right. in it went down, but for mine it went up.
4: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would think everybody, all of us probably have. I mean we increased dramatically after last year. We were having a, we had a steady flow of, you know, a cer- certain number and then all of a sudden I mean it, it boomed and it just uh a lot of it's just I think just because we, we stuck to a weekly format and we kept just pushing it out there. We got a lot of really great guests, and then uh, it helped when Dynamics signed on as our we signed with them as our sponsor back in September, and that really gave us a bump as well. And then I think a lot of it also is that a lot of us are friends, and we all kind of push each other and pimp each other out all the time. And we're like, we'll do crossovers, and we'll you know uh, really help promote each other. So someone that might just listen to us. Well, like oh yeah, if you haven't listened to Fanboy Radio? It's got this great interview with so and so, or you know, Comic Time is doing this, and then people hopefully will go check that out. And then but I know they do it for us as well, so it's kind of it's kind of nice, you know, sort of a community we build. So
8: yeah, I think, I, have, oh, sorry, I think one of the keys to you know, building audience too is is, is, what, is what Jimmy was saying is networking, uh, yeah. podcast together. Um, you know, there's the there's the Comic pod, Podcast Network um, that's uh, you know been to help as well. So just to kind of, just because because there are so many podcasts coming out, it's, it can be hard. But it, it was you know uh, we all just kind of talk about each other and and uh, promote each other.
1: I think that, that helps uh, get the audience to grow. You know, all over, all for all of us. Yeah, from from last year, I actually right after the convention, like it almost doubled. Or something. Like, like like the convention specifically, which is odd because we weren't. You know it's like we, we weren't like we didn't have a booth or anything. We were just sort of walking around. and We did this panel, and we did like we did the first Tom video we did last year. But I mean, yes, since then it's definitely gone up. And I think I still think that we're only sure that we're only scratching the surface of, of what it is. There's something like you know, however many people use Newsarama, or you know, like how many of those people actually know to put podcasts on their iPods, or how many people don't go to any of those and they don't know that there's this thing out there. We're right at the precipice with this sort of technology where people are about to figure out that there's all this free content out there for them, and it's really personal, and it speaks to them and everything. And we're, I don't think we're quite there, yet.
4: I, th- I think that's just sorry, there's a really great point you made, Josh, is that uh, we really don't get advertised by any of the news sites or any of the other comic sites at all. and It's unfortunate because I think I, and I don't want to speak for them because I, we certainly I go to their sites every day, and I enjoy them, I love them, but uh, it's rare that you'll see, unless they have such a relationship with them, that a podcast is mentioned. And it's unfortunate because I, I hope they don't see it as like a competition thing where it's like you, you know. And, it, and it's a, it's unfortunate because it, I don't I'm not Barbara Walters I'm not a, a journal I'm not a journalist. My God you're not, not Barbara Walters. <laughs> 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 you're Barbara Walters. <laughs> <laughs> you're Barbara
6: Walters. <laughs> Thank, you. Thank you. I, I shall comment. You're more like her now. <laughs> incredibly supportive of <laughs> <the> me. <name>, so. <laughs>
4: <laughs> well you know you know what I mean but it's like it's it's really it's unfortunate because it's I uh, I've never considered my I'm not a journalist at all I'm having fun really? doing this at all. Oh, <laughs> Exactly. I'm not a journalist. I just go out there and have fun. But it's to me, it's fun. So if they look at it, that, i sorry. That sucks. But it's like it would be nice, I think, if we did get mentions
5: on some of these sites. You no. Uh, please, don't call me a pundit. No, John Mayo is <laughs> the pundit. We all know that. Are you, are you a personality?
4: I'm just a dude that likes talking to these guys. <laughs> in they come in, they tell me the problems, I get a
2: <laughs> <laughs>
4: a great interview
2: that way. Do you guys see the market for podcasting growing since the technology is starting to become more available? Mm-hmm. Uh, like and as a result do you think that it's a hard question to ask because it kind of almost insults people. But do you think that do you fear competition coming up and maybe being better than your show because when you started that technology wasn't there?
5: Well, iTunes helped. I mean, when, when iTunes added podcasting, I mean, I, we, I, I saw a spike in my show by at least like 100 to 150 listeners like the day iTunes came out. And um, I, I realized that it is, you know, more readily available to shoot podcasts these days. I mean, there are sites where you can podcast from your cell phone and, you know, put it out there. But I don't really see it as competition. I just see, you know, the more the merrier. I mean, you know, people out there, if they want to podcast, go ahead and podcast. I mean, we have our, you know, our togetherness here, and, I mean, if they want to be hard of it, great. If not, then that's great, too. Just, you know, do what you want to do and do it well.
6: Yeah, I don't see anyone, you know, on this panel or, you know,
1: I think there's some competition only because there's actually like literally if you wanted to listen to comics podcasts for 24 hours a day you could and <laughs> <laughs> it's like s- only so much time I mean I can only listen to so many comics podcasts you know so there's a few that I had to listen to and if anything it, that sort of diversification that the size of all the people doing it uh, it makes us want to do a better show so we have to sort of concentrate harder and not you know let it like we have to keep it kind of tight not let it get so loose but then not so tight like it, it, for me it makes us there's so many others out there and it, you know, comic fans and you know, people on the web specifically they're kinda fickle I mean, it doesn't take much to tip them over. I'm never listening to this again. <laughs> so like, you know, we <laughs> want to do a really good show all the time and, and so I guess that's sort of competition, but it, more like it, it forces you to focus and do a good that's job and, and like I think one of the most important things you can do is do it every single week. You don't know? take weeks off and put put it out when you don't want like but for us like that steadiness of the whole thing, you, you really like you learn to be professional. Yeah, I, I, think the, okay. <laughs> I think
8: the uh, yeah, I think the the competition to a degree is is good because what Josh is saying because it forces you maybe to um, to evolve your show perhaps because so like well we're, we're not getting as many listeners.
5: Work style? Yeah. Shirt <laughs> off?
3: Yeah. You
5: do it now.
6: Right.
5: <laughs> <laughs> or you. Anyone, really.
2: No one will be able to see it. Uh, how do you guys decide on your content? Like uh, some, of you, some of you guys are more of an interview...
3: Again. Really, um, so just want to really please ourselves. We have to like the show because if we don't like it, no one else is.
1: our content kind of grew organically. Like we we've been doing Things like a new. exactly in an hour but it was completely organic and you know luckily books come out every week so we talk about them every week so that's where we get that
5: I, th- I think my listeners are as important to me as, as the people that are on my show and I like to get a lot of listener suggested uh, topics and um, I'd say it's almost like maybe like 60-40 uh, like 60% are, are brought up by people who are usually on the show, 40% by people who you know, visit our forums send in emails, that sort of stuff and we just, you know, we, we like to go off on that. And that allows me also to get pretty much anybody I want to get who I feel would be able to be, you know, bring something to the show, onto the show. So, I mean, if, if we get somebody who's industry, so be it. If we get somebody who's, you know, just a friend of mine who I think might be able to bring something in, that's great too. And we just sort of go from there. And I, I, I sort of like that about, about, about what I do, the fact that we do have such a rotating panel that, you know, one 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 week you can you can, you know, listen to the show and hear one voice and you hear a completely different voice the next week and uh that, that might actually help people pick and choose which shows are for them and which shows aren't also.
8: Yeah, I, I agree with Josh that our show kind of grew organically. It started out as basically I mean uh, me me and the first the first co host Norm we would just basically talk about comic books and stuff. So once I started listening to Comic Book podcasts, um, you know, about a year and a half ago, I, I was just I can do that, you know. If we're talking about it anyway, I might as well just record it, you know. <laughs> put it out there. And um, and then and then it just kinda grew from that. we added you know, added more hosts and so it diversifies there. Um, and so like I said, just pretty much a discussion. And then as far as uh, you know, other content try to diversify.
4: up, like who's this Julio guy? You know, but um, by episode four, I was on, I'm like, I want to be on, you know, do it because i trying to find the time to help out. But it, was, it wasn't really weekly, it was kind of here and there and hit or miss. And Joe named it Comic News Insider. I'm not sure I would have gone with that name, I like it now, but I might have, I don't know.
1: He is not a journalist, exactly. Oh, yeah,
4: exactly. <laughs> just listen to Jimmy, but um. Yeah, you know, but it was just, <laughs> <dangerous. See>? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But uh, you know, I got we we started you know, started coming on sort of as you know as a guest all the time, and then finally around uh, December '05, um, Julio couldn't commit to it full time anymore. And I told him, "Well, if we do it, I'm not doing this other thing. Let's do it. Let's do it weekly. Let's really establish this." So we, we came up with this whole format of like you know the, what we have now, of uh, the reviews, the uh, news, and then the interviews just started happening. It got bigger and more and more, and just, you know from my old acting background back in the days and sketch comedy writing stuff. We do little bits and random segments and, you know, columns. We have friends of the show that come on and do little, like our Unemployed Skeletor a good friend of ours, comes on all the time. Um, things like that. So it's, just, you know, it, it's you have to I like to that. I think everyone missed it. <laughs> Who is <laughs> comes on? Okay. Unemployed Skeletor. Okay. You haven't heard of them? MySpace. Myspace.com slash Unemployed Skeletor. <laughs> it's freaking hilarious. I'll tell you what, and it's really, it's genius. It's really brilliant. Um, but yeah, go check it out. It's really funny. But things like that, you know, like I said, it's very organic. Like you know, each, that's what's great about podcasting. It's like when I was acting, you have to you know, or if you're at board, you can't bring your whatever with you. But podcasting, you know, if you're in a great mood, it, sometimes it shows. If you're not in a great mood, if you might take it out on a comic review, <laughs> you know, you might, you know, or something like that. So it's kind of fun and it's kind of natural that way, which is what I like about it.
5: Everybody has a job for unemployed Skeletor. Uh, yeah. you know, just, just approach him on his MySpace. I'm sure I'll be more than happy. Yeah, he recently
4: retired, so he's done. Blog 50 was his last one, so. Halloween's coming. Go say hi. Unemployed, retired. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How do you retire? What an appointment? Yeah. you told about
6: employment?
5: Stop looking for
2: work.
4: There
9: you
2: go. <laughs> uh, have you guys noticed uh, if, or whether or not you're Okay. <laughs>
3: interviews. They, they've been taking out sponsorships to help us out. They, uh, they've just been wonderful. We can't complain at all. It's not like, you know, we went in the situation. Right? I think that you're referencing at all, so we're, we're different. I think I think it's starting. I think the majors are, right. like,
1: it, like he says, like the, the indie publishers have been really receptive. I can think of a bunch of guys who, who I've talked to and, you know, they've sent me books. have been really friendly and we meet them at the con and, and that's really cool you know we we know you know we have some contacts with some of the bigger places but i don't i don't think institutionally a lot of us are on that radar also because they don't really know who to bother with cuz there's you know like again there's so many shows and you know if there's 50 people like we
2: have a show would you let us talk to Joe
8: Casada?
1: you know <laughs> only some of us get him <laughs> yeah that's right <laughs> no but you know but i think i think it's interesting where like a lot of the bigger name creators will surprise you like like you'll yeah we'll get an email from somebody uh, surprisingly the lettering and coloring industry seems to be very aware of us. They listen. Yeah, no, exactly. Uh, no, but it's really like that part's really cool like where I don't think that we're you know, we're not quite on the level of even the biggest of us are not quite getting up like like Nozorama and, and Wizard probably getting a lot more of their attention right now, but I think it's going to be going forward, you know, a couple years from now, a lot some of these shows are going to be just as big enough.
5: Mostly, it's been individual creators that I've that I found that you know some people do listen to the show, and I'm sure that, you know, I, I'm not sure if we have, you know, any of the really big wigs listening to it, but we do get the occasional one. And I've even gotten uh, the occasional unsolicited uh, people emailing me saying, hey, give me your address, I want to send you my comic. And I'm like, okay. So <laughs> anything free is certainly nice. I like free stuff. So anybody out there who wants to send me free stuff, it's comictiming at gmail.com, just to let you guys know. Um, but. Uh, mostly i i could foresee the you know the big companies maybe in the future sort of maybe going more out there for us like saying like hey we have this thing let's let's get this going but um i, I don't think we're quite there yet i think we are getting there over time but it's probably going to be a couple more years until that really starts happening more often yeah i
8: think i'd, I'd pretty much just echoing whatever, everything's been said already, but um, yeah, I, you know, sometimes uh, I haven't really cracked the, uh, the the upper echelon of the <laughs> bigger companies yet, but uh, yeah, a lot of times it's just individual creators, uh, a lot of in, in indie um, creators are very, very uh, supportive, um, and uh, you know, the con, just going up to the con, and, but sometimes even bigger companies will surprise you, you talk to the PR guys there, a lot of times they're very helpful, and I think some of them, I think some of them get it, maybe some don't. Yeah, the ones that do it are very, very helpful. Yeah, so I, I can see that, that growing, especially as podcasts get more and more mainstream, uh, general public. So they'll realize like, oh, you know, we have this, you know, user base of thousands upon thousands of people that we can reach for, you know,
1: easily. Would you a yeah, way? I just want to a- add like, well, even if you don't have the company for you, like, in, a, in a, comics are unique because if you want anybody, you can go after them directly. Like I was kind of kidding with Scott, but Scott got Joe Casada because like, he went after it. Says you know I'm I'm going to talk to you and, and you can do that in comics you can't getting getting Martin Scorsese doesn't work the same way or you know, Jack Valenti <coughs> which is which is kind of cool so even if you you know like even if you don't have the the company's PR department working for you all of these people are there for the taking if you've got the perseverance and the you know you want to go after them which is totally unique to this medium. So, right
4: Also, I mean, I've had the opposite reaction, and some of you guys, I mean, the same reaction with the indie guys. They're so great. People, you know, come and give you books and want you to read, and if we can, we'll review them and talk about them. But um, I've been, you know, we don't want to call them luck or whatever, but I have many friends in the industry. And and a few of them are pretty big names. And so through them, just hanging out, partying, I'll meet all these other people. And I'm just hanging out, drinking with these guys, or eating, or whatever, and then suddenly it's like, oh, you have a podcast? And then they, it's like, I guess they feel comfortable. They're like, if they've had a few beers, I'm like, all right, I'll do the show. So it's become that simple. You,
0: you know, didn't want words, do it I now.
4: <laughs> I mean, it's because, and it's kind of fun. I mean, a lot of it helps that, you know, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> get him drunk, get him liquor. Um, but no, it, it helps that that certain friends I have will, you know, introduce me. And the fact that I know that person, they'll be like, oh, well, he's a friend of that person. So yeah, why not? So that's been kind of lucky and kind of fun that way. And it uh, gets me indoors that. You know, and the, but so with the big companies, I do like with DC Marvel. I have a pretty good relationship with, because I know some of the guys there, and the execs. I just call and they'll like ready for a charity thing we're doing a raffle. They'll send us a ton of books or a ton of stuff, that's really great. You know, and uh, to have that, you know. But it's like I said, it's just you know, it's got lucky because I have to know these guys, you know, and girls. So
5: I've learned so much about the process. <laughs>
8: It still still hasn't quite got its legs yet. It's still kind of you know, learning processes. The video is a lot different like Josh said than Nadia, and Anya, um, And it's a learning learning curve. But um, but yeah, that's I definitely I looked at it and, and I didn't see there anything there. I figured it would probably me. So I, I decided to build it. Project <laughs> uh, this this year uh, since I've done this.
6: take Somebody them out oh
5: tell me
1: I have to be quiet after 11.
5: <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, I'm doing the show! <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh, man. See if See, if, if that was actually the case, I would have never started podcasting. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, no. It, oh, come, it,
6: <laughs> come on! Come oh, on! Yeah. <laughs> Sorry,
5: Joe. <laughs> oh, man. But, yeah, just j- 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 just to finish it off, it, it, it's a long way down the line if it actually happens, and again, I have to.
4: for radio. <laughs> so pretty. I just look a face for <laughs> Dude,
3: yeah. You're still pretty good at Barbara Walters. Thank you very much. <laughs> I bet her hair you Well, think? the only reason I ever agreed to do this podcast with Charlito was because I wouldn't be seen. <laughs> uh, this is this is <laughs> horrific <laughs> enough for me. Oh, no, he's wearing just, a mask right now, actually. I'm <laughs> okay. freaking out. Um, <laughs> I would be surprised if he'd want to pursue it because he's an unstoppable ham. So uh, maybe <laughs> I'll have to find i if he's already pursuing it right now. <laughs> <laughs> that's Mr. Philly, you doing. could do uh, Talking Sock Puppets. <laughs> I
2: can do that. Yeah, can I we can have a lot of musical interludes? <laughs> can <keep> you give
6: <laughs>
2: me that? Okay. Awesome. Uh, this is going to be my last question, then we're going to open up to everybody else. Uh, what was your favorite show of the last one? I don't, I don't like mean like a like uh, Lost,
3: I mean like <laughs> a hero. <drone. laughs> oh, Heroes, so- Lost. It's so- a awesome. <laughs> panel because of the
1: I, I, the ones the things that stand out are like occasionally something will pop up just sort of organically in the in the spirit of the way that's going that's it's really fun and we did this thing where um we were talking about the Black Panther and and he was staying with the Fantastic Four and it came up that he was was he the worst roommate of all time <laughs> and it led to like this 10 minute tearful laughing tirade and like we ended up having a contest out of it where people sent in their their favorite uh, full-color comic book covers they did of like people picking Black Panther hair out of the sink. And just, <laughs> like It was just the idea that like the, the amazing graceful king of Wakanda is just like sitting around in his boxer shorts and drinking your milk. and it's just like those moments that sort of come out of it. Because <laughs> like, he was staying with the Fantastic Four in one book, and he was staying with the X-Men in another book, and it's just like the X-Men would go out and be like, I'll be here, where's the remote? <laughs> like. That like those that one specifically I remember. There've been others, uh, but that like for me that was like the most fun
5: from the year. I think actually, uh, well I'll, I'll just list two because that these two just came into my head right now. Uh, one actually is one that I did with that guy over there and uh, a friend of ours uh, David D, uh, where we basically did in two episodes we did all of fifty two, and we did the first half like like half a year ago where we did the, literally the first half of 52, and then when it was over, we did the second half of 52. And this was we 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 went everywhere with that one. We went with the positives, we went with the negatives. It's one of the few shows I actually got hate mail from. Because for the second half, one guy said we were oh we were too negative. Why do you re- why do you read comic books? If all well, you can say is negative things. But you, you know, know these are like all comic books. Yeah, I know. What do you bad things about yeah. them? you yeah. hate them. I mean, forward me that yeah, I, I will actually, but no, what am I, because again, what we tried to do with that episode is that we weren't one of those guys that just went out there and said, oh yeah, 52 is one of the most awesome things we've ever read, this is the most brilliant thing. We weren't afraid to say what we disliked about it, and that's actually what I really liked about those episodes. Um, another one also that I really liked and I'll mention here, uh, other than the real one I mentioned earlier, was our interview with Steve Bryant, uh, because he's one of my favorite guys to have on. Steve he does Athena Voltaire. Yeah, Steve Bryant of Athena Voltaire. Um, does, he, he is, you talk about anything with this guy, and he will carry a conversation for two hours. And we actually had him on for three hours. Before we knew it, it was three hours. We had this one of the two episodes, it was great, and uh, Steve's an also got to have on.
8: Uh, this is kind of echoing Josh, just it, yeah, our shows are pretty much the same you know, format, so it kind of melts together, but just whenever we, we are able to kind of forget that we're in a podcast, and we're just having a discussion about comic books, we get into things... <laughs> sometimes are arguments. I enjoy the arguments because, you know, I think that passion about yeah, me and him argue a lot. Um, but yeah, I think that's that, that when that happens
2: And, like, talk about that first. Like you know, like you got it through Melinda, right? Like she set it up with you. Uh,
7: I had to hit two of his friends at the same time <laughs> and coordinate them asking him at the same time. I, I said, all right, now you wait. And one of a fellow writer and like someone who works real closely with one of his publishers. Uh, I knew he needed to, He wanted to promote Lost Girls more than any other thing and explain it. Um, this was last November. New York Times sent a link to it, and that just, that basically got us the numbers needed to get my contract for the Family TV, because right. New York Times got us into, like, just, just astronomical figures uh, when that happened, but uh, but no, it, um, it, it was really, it had to be very coordinated very well, and the, that and the Joss Whedon show was the most pressure of any other, <laughs> just, what am I going to ask?
4: I can say there's so many with, with interviews. Yeah. Like, our we interviewed Joss, was, like, uh, a huge fan. So I'm like, what do you ask? You know? It's, so I don't, I don't know. I guess I recently did. This one was great. We split that into two. That was awesome. Stanley uh, uh, Oh, and maybe The Death of Uni. That was a good episode. <laughs> Anybody know the Uni character from the old uh, Dungeons and Dragons cartoon? Yeah. That one, you know? The <laughs> <laughs> one show we talked about it, and I kept doing a noise. So all of our listeners, like, wrote in, like, could you so next show we kill them. <laughs> Death of Beauty It's is classic.
2: <laughs> All right, let's open it up. Anybody
8: have any questions for these guys? Right here? How do you get started? You just do it? Podcasting one on one panel. <laughs> <No, like, laughs> Sorry. Like, you know, there's, yeah.
1: there's gonna be the podcasting one on one panel tomorrow. Uh, no, Saturday. it's Saturday. Saturday. One Thursday. I have no Saturday. idea what day it is. Anymore. It's, in, it's in the. It's, in the
4: it's like the first day of the
1: con. Like, <laughs> good. But you, you gotta do it. Like everybody probably. They're gonna talk about this more tomorrow, but you just find a recording software. You find Audacity. You plug in a microphone. You get some friends. You do it by yourself. And you just make it an happen. You put, you know, make a file. Put it on a feed, and like the whole thing is to do it. It's like any other artistic endeavor, I suppose. Yeah, that's way too
6: much work. Just give it to somebody else. <laughs>
5: I had the luxury when I first started out of working from a college radio station and having their equipment yeah. to do all of the work for me. There you go. And yeah. that that was really awesome. Then I left college, <laughs> and and immediately I had to try and scrape things together. But once uh, once once yeah, I got things off the floor. Then, then it was great. But uh, yeah, I You didn't stay as an so adjunct much. professor. <laughs> 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 you know what? That's a good idea. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, this is cause some trouble. You know, my my favorite, favorite show is... I'm yeah. going to say it before anybody
1: has John Senter's the word one. Yeah. Okay. Who, who is totally going to be here? He's flying in tomorrow morning.
4: Lifelong friends, they've been cool. hilarious, and they're just these, you know, big old geeks, and they you, they talk about, you know, comics, talk about even when they go to cons, and they clearly, you no, know, just since they were embryos, so really good rapport, and they're really funny. But it's like, check it out, it's a UK-based joke, geeks Advocate, So
5: For fear of Sean Whalen coming out for me with a yeah. mace, I, yeah. I, I have to mention uh, Raging Bullets. Because uh, they're a DC Comics fan podcast, and they usually go on for about twelve hours, and uh, <laughs> it's it's it, it literally is. I put it on on my on my MP3 player, and I'm listening to it for the rest of the week. It's it's great, and it, they usually have some awesome awesome stuff on there. If so. you're
6: the least bit of a DC fan, you've got to listen to it. No or question about it. Hey. Well, well, no, here, well, here's here's
5: the best, yeah, the best thing about their show is that if you don't read any DC comics but you're interested in all of DC, just listen to their show and you've read it because they go that in-depth on every single page and every single everything, you've read those issues just by listening to *Raging Bullets.
9: <laughs>
5: yeah. uh, I would say around comics, it uh, yeah, sucks that they can't
1: be here. I would, yeah. kept bugging them and they're going to be in Chicago, of course, but uh, I just love that show because you got three guys – Seems like it would be so similar to like our show because it's three guys, or whatever, and it's not. They have a completely different take on, it, and that show is interesting because of their unique dynamic of those things. And I just like I'm I'm annoyed at how
3: funny Tom Caters is. <laughs> <laughs> um, I actually enjoy Comic Geek Speak, even though I hardly ever know what the hell they're talking about. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I'm sorry he couldn't be
1: here today. <laughs> What's that? It was my attempt at his voice. <laughs> but I just, I don't have enough bass. <laughs> yeah, it's,
2: it's one of the best shows. I mean, other than everything that we're talking about. And it's really easy to keep up on. It's nice and short. Yeah, yeah. 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 God
5: loved him in his 12 minutes. <laughs> short podcasts? I have no idea how to do those. All
2: right. The gentleman in the Racket picture.
9: Maybe I some of us already
5: are. Most <laughs> most most podcasts um, usually do not end up making money. Okay. Um,
6: um, and I really don't want to because you know like when I'm going over the numbers and stuff, I want to call it like I see it, not feel yeah. like I'm OG and like gonna jeopardize you know you yeah. know any kind of endorsement from yeah. maybe you know DC or whoever. you know.
5: So. We, we do. I mean, some some do ads. And I mean yeah. that that's how they get their money. I mean, I, I myself, I was just happy to get a free ticket to New York Comic Con when I when I mentioned them on the show. But um, pretty much that's how I would end up doing it. I mean, if they want to make ads on a show, uh, you know, I'll have a small, like, minute, minute and a half segment, and that's really the only way I'm, I'm foreseeing making money on my show, at least.
4: I think eventually we will, I mean, we'll, for a sponsor, we'll probably get advertising on and make some money that way, but it certainly is not going to be, you know, Microsoft. Yeah. That, of course, our sponsor, but, I mean, they come on, but they will get, you know, ads through them, but it's just, like I said, it's not going to be something huge, I'm sure, in, in the beginning, because, our numbers don't even warrant that, you know. And when our numbers do warrant that,
5: then that's whatever happens. Right. Bill Gates for Comic News Insider. <laughs> <laughs> I want this to be my job. Gentlemen in the <laughs> shirt, what's the importance
2: of the interaction
6: with your audience? It's huge. Yeah, yeah I mean, like, very it's, cool. You
1: know, <laughs> the greatest part about the whole thing is this community that develops. And I'm sure we each have our own like unique set of people that like we feel like we know and they're friends. And for us, like they. They send in letters, and they participate on the forums, and they give us stuff to talk about, and they call in the yeah. voicemails. It's, it's giant, like, and it, it's really cool, because you know, they get to be part of the show, too. And, 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 and,
4: you know. Yeah, they're the reason why I killed uni, so. Uh. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, I think, I, think, I think listener feedback is, is
8: hugely important, because um, hopefully your, your listenership is, is vocal, and they'll tell you if, if you're not doing something that they like. Yeah. Um, and they'll tell you if you're doing something that they do like. I mean, we ad- recently I added um, you know, uh, timestamps. For all the books that we review. So you can skip, because we're spoiler heavy. So you know you can skip the books that you've read. And I got you know, positive feedback for that. So you know, it was nice to hear. And so I know when I'm doing something right, you know, hopefully
3: you know when you're doing something wrong. Um, is, I just wanted to say real quick, this actually kind of goes back slightly to the last question. Our, uh, our listeners on our forum came up with the idea for us to raise some money of uh, that we should put out a, a big anthology comic with all these great indie creators. And so we asked a bunch of people. and about all of them said yes. So now we have a 200-page book coming out in October that they all did They all did their that work for awesome. free. That and we're going to split so the awesome. revenue. Yeah, it's called Awesome. It's in the previews that came out today. And uh, we're going to split the, the uh, profits with uh, the publisher just wants to make his money back. He volunteered to print it for us and everything, which is amazing. It's evil twin comics. And we're going to split the profits with the uh, Center for Cartoon Studies in Vermont. We're going to set up a little fund for a needy student and half the money we're gonna use to buy some new equipment <laughs> so we'll stop <laughs> losing shows and, uh, and to help keep us going so we don't have to plunk all our...
4: <laughs> see, that's the thing we, with, with uh, Dynamic Force, our Sponsor. We, in our contract, when we sign with them, like we can say we hate it. We basically put that in the words, and they're were, they were like, that's fine. And we had, there's many Dynamite books I love, and there's quite a few I don't like, and, I, and we said it on the show. And they're, they're okay with that. So they've been very, very open and very nice about that. So, I mean, it's, it's, it's kind of nice. But if it's getting something bigger, some ads, and, uh, that, that is a worry. I mean, we'll just have to see what happens
5: I'm I'm afraid of using music and the artist telling me not to use their music, yeah. but I'm afraid um, of me, yeah, 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 yeah <laughs> I, I, that's why I mean like, uh, I mean I, I always try to use you know like like you know, for my opening music and stuff like that like I went to you know GarageBand.com and you know use that sort of stuff but um, that's really the only thing you really got to worry about for the small time podcast, just don't use anything you're not supposed to and you're good. <coughs> I don't
1: think there are a lot of obstacles at this point. It's like it's wide open and it, it, you know the only thing stopping us is our own. You know, like we have to get in, like it's really the hardest thing is, is an audience getting awareness is how many hundred thousand people downstairs, you know, how many of them would like to listen to the show, probably a whole lot more than ours, not just ours, but anybody's, like marketing in this weird space is, isn't quite there, because none of us have budgets for ads in Wizard or something like that, <laughs> <laughs> so just getting out there right now, the only thing we have is ourselves, like the only,
5: we just have to do a really good show and hope other people tell other people about it, that, that's a big challenge. However, if you, you want to give us free advertisement Go ahead. No, I was just going to say, however, if you want to give us free advertisements, <laughs> that would be wonderful.
7: Uh, let me follow Like, I know, Josh, you were kind of alluded to it earlier. Uh, would you go on radio? Like, would you – if
1: someone had a time slot? Instead of my day job? Hell yeah. <laughs> In a second. I mean, I, I totally would. Uh, but I, I just – I feel like that is a little bit of – you know, the radio audiences and TV audiences are shrinking, and more people are spending more of their time – I just feel like eventually, like as as the stuff converges, it's gonna be all you're gonna get everything from his server anyway. It's like it's yeah. not there isn't gonna be broadcast TVs. Well, you get to be the you know you get I, to be I the best of both worlds. Yeah. No, you yeah. can't. And I would I, you know of course I would do that. I would totally like to do that. Um, do I think that as the way that broadcast television exists now, I don't I don't think that you know. A TV audience for a comic book show has has yet to exist. It may be there may be the more that cable channels get. E- I I I honestly hope you do because it's like it's good for all of us either way. But you know it, you know still you require a big enough audience. You know I don't know if how many three hundred thousand people by Civil War. So is, if every one of those people watched your show on TV, is that enough to keep a show on cable? I don't I don't know exactly. It is. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I used to work in TV. I have no idea.
2: Uh, right over here.
1: Uh, you know, the, those those reviews are the only thing to give you uh, relevance over anybody else. So, like, when you look at it, there's a little popularity bar. Like, if you search comic books, you know, the people who have the most reviews and the most things, the ones who are going to show up sooner, and people who are searching for stuff are going to think, well, more people like that. I'd say that's more important, so... I press that a lot. I, don't
4: know, but I think the bar works more just some people that are clicking on you because we have hardly any reviews on iTunes. We it's it a mystery, it. and they won't say. But it's but yeah. we're still like <laughs> probably <laughs> if you type in comic podcast, we're probably the third or fourth that might pop up. I think. So I don't know. I mean, like, in, it, I'm I'm not sure. I, I think it's certainly the more you have, you're like, Well, look, there's a lot of people listening to them. Some um, certainly it helps. But I don't know if it's you know beyond all. off. Okay. I don't know. You know, uh, that'd be kind of, I think it might be kind of nice to get to go on this one, you know, and then do our own thing. But yeah.
0: yeah. Okay,
2: before we go, uh, just uh, plug your websites
3: and where they can hear you. Uh, that would be good. So we want more of the listeners. Uh, well, our show's uh, indiespinnerack.com. Uh, and it's on iTunes and just about everywhere else you might want to look for a podcast. We're
1: at ifanboy.com uh, and revision3.com slash ifanboy. They they uh, they host our video show. Um, they just sort of work as a producer. Uh, we have t-shirts. You, know, you can get them at the uh, AIT Planet Lair booth uh, when we're there. You see us on the floor. We're having a party uh, Friday night, uh, tomorrow night, uh, 8 p.m. at a bar called Basic, which is on 10th Avenue in J. First uh, 60-something people get a free drink ticket. Uh, the total rad show people are going to be there, so it's all recommended those other guys. Um, And then they're doing that other panel. Oh, we're doing a live show, a live Pick of the Week podcast uh, tomorrow. uh, Yeah, wait, Connor? (laughs) Yeah, tomorrow, (laughs) about 2 o'clock on the Upper Mezzanine Terrace. Is Connor awake? I'm terrible. I'm like the guy who doesn't know the details. They do
5: the scripts and everything. I just go like, blah, blah, blah. Uh, you can find us over at speakgeekspeak.com slash comic timing. It's a nice tongue twister. Um, and you can obviously just search for comic timing on iTunes or Podcast Alley or any other place, or just Google Comic Timing Podcast and it should show up. And uh, I think that's really all. Yeah? Uh, ComicTalkCafe.com,
8: iTunes, um, and our video shows on comicbookpixels.com. Uh,
7: Uh, fanboyradio.com, fanboy.tv, and well, I can grab it. I also really like other common podcasts. I have to mention, like uh, um, Double um meter podcast and uh, the Fanboardcast and um, uh, I know I'm forgetting other ones. The Fixer's Basement and stuff like that.
4: Uh, yeah, Comicnewsinsider.com also on MySpace as well. MySpace.com slash comicnewsinsider. Uh we're, you know, we're all over the place. There's a hotline you can call. There's our uh, big 100th episode is coming up. Uh, if you're in New York, August 4th on a Saturday, it's going to be recording live from a bar. Um, it'll be a lot of fun, a lot of special guests. be there John Cassidy, Paul Pope, uh, John Lucas, Pomiani, some other guys. be showing up. And this might come by. So it'll be a lot of fun if you live in New York. Come on by, go to our website. There's info there. Um, and there's beautiful cards here for you if you'd like one. Uh, Paul Pope did the art. Look at that. Beautiful. Hey
2: everyone, thank you very much for coming.